Inking, writing, laughing, crying, sketching, drawing, then more crying, trying, crying, feeling it out. I was like, oh, what converted you? And he said, like, oh, it was that, like, it was the second ad that they had aired. And I was like, mm. Mm, keep that in mind. Yeah, but uh, let's see. So we watched a little bit of I Lost My Body, which is already better than Klaus, in my opinion. <laughs> So yeah. that's a that's a series, whereas Klaus is a movie, right? They're both movies. Oh, they're both movies. Yeah, they're both movies. One's uh, they're actually both by oh. French studios. Of course, they one's are. Po- uh, I can't remember their the name. The French are pioneering animation. They right really now. are. It's crazy. Yeah. But um, I guess what I wanted to get to is that I was uh, setting up the room and stuff, and um, like dinner was fine, and then the movie was fine, and I didn't want to stop watching the movie. And Derek was like, "You can stop this anytime you want and go set up." And I did a really good job of not like internalizing that and just going like, okay, he doesn't, it's, it's his anxiety, you know, like he's concerned about my product and he doesn't want me to rush it at the end. But the thing, uh, long story short, I, I, I felt really depressed. Oh no. <laughs> I know. And it sucks, but I thought it was, it's perfect. Like, oh yeah. I mean, that, this is, but this is literally the thing that exactly. we wanted to do this for is that, that feeling that where you're just an, like, oh, <laughs> in another world, I would have called you and canceled this and right. like, no, I don't want to do the podcast, but this is what it's about. So welcome to feeling it out with Kyle and Connor. <laughs> I'm Kyle. <laughs> I'm Connor. Um, yeah. So, uh, so this is like the perfect intro for this because when I can't remember if we mentioned it in another episode, but I literally came to Kyle with this idea because I was like, man, I thought of a podcast because sometimes I'm just like, man, I just fucking hate art and I just want to like crawl in a hole. I get depressed a lot, so yeah, I was like, yeah. There, there aren't. Yeah, we've already talked about what I was about to get into, but like, I don't even know what started from. I, th- you know, it started with my this fucking zit. I've got this goddamn zit oh. on my forehead, and it's been bugging me all all week, honestly. And I always think about this. Did, did you ever see Transformers? Which the, one? With, with uh, <laughs> seven. No, Transformers one with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Um. There's a like a throwaway thing where he's leaning into the mirror and going like, Nope, not ready, not ready. And I. That always stuck with me of like, <laughs> we've all been there. I, I mean, you're a teenager, you're 50, however old you are, you're going to have zits. And yeah, God, man, they, they fuck up your day. They suck so and much. It's such a tiny thing, but I'm, <laughs> I feel like it's this giant red beacon on my fucking No, but forehead. It's, it's hard not to think about it because like, I didn't even notice it. And I saw you for like nine hours today. <laughs> I literally just noticed it because you're just like, and the sit, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but like, you know, it's like I wake up and I look at myself in the mirror and I'm just like, man, my hair looks like shit. And like no one, that's part of it because sometimes people don't know like how black hair looks. But uh, generally, that aside, I just feel like people are always like, oh, your hair looks fine. And I'm just like, does it? Because it looks like I'm wearing a cone. So like <laughs> I can speak for myself and I guess this is a rhetorical question, but where, where does that come from? Like w- 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 who cares? Why do I care? Why do I think people care? For me, it's this like idealized version of myself that yeah. should be perfect. That should, you know, like, yeah, it's so hard to hit that. It's such a roadblock too. thinking about like what perfect is supposed to be. And I feel like when you have such an, I, I I've always wondered this is going to be the most pretentious thing. Sure. I'm wondering okay. how many people who aren't, who wouldn't consider themselves creatives experience this. And I know that to every degree, someone experiences this, but I specifically get really miffed and I know it's going to happen, but I'll get up and I'll be like, what's my, out-? I like outfits. I'm like, what's my outfit going to be? And I'm like, oh, in my head, I know my wardrobe. I know all the clothes I have. I'm like, it's going to be this, this, that. And I look like this. And it's like, I drew myself 
awesome. wearing clothes the way that I think they would fall on my body. And then I put them on and I'm like, oh, it's like cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like, in oh, my it looks OK on TV, but in practice. Well, I, feel, I mean, some people fucking are marvelous. Oh, yeah. My, my, my girlfriend's really good. OK, I'm. Don't mean to plug, my plug? Girlfriend. but but no, but like I know a lot of people who I'm just like, how did you do? And like for me, I'm always like, uh, like the wigs too poof or whatever. But like fucking like today when I came over, um, I had a I had changed out of my work pants because I hate wearing uh, work pants now. I don't know where that happens, and so I put on my joggers. It's the man telling you what to wear. I, you, but I used to love. <laughs> I've to changed. Like I've changed. Well, no, well, mm, but no, I used to like having full. I still like dressing up. But I used to be like, oh, yeah, I'll wear, like, a suit, like, for 14 hours of the day and then only change at the end of the night. And I used to do that. I, so I changed into my joggers, and I'm just like, I'm going to look so cool with my, like, because I left my tie and my shirt on because I'm a reprobate, but also because I was telling Kyle wearing a tie helps me be productive. And so I was like, yeah. And I just had this image in my head of how my joggers looked. And, like, I was picturing, this isn't even something to aspire to, but I was picturing, like, Sora's pants from, like, Kingdom Hearts 2 and just this, like, specific angular shape and i put them the on i'm like my my joggers and they don't look like his shorts why would they they're not designed the same also they're real pants and tetsuya <laughs> nomura didn't come in and sew my pants for me and there's not zippers on the side well there are zippers out. on the side there are there i have like five zippers on here never but mind then they're perfect they're perfect except for the fact that they just look like joggers and, and i was disappointed before i came over because i'm like this isn't how i'm supposed to look like why you don't care i'm Hoping. I hate to derail you, but joggers? This this might be like a, a weird divide for the two of us. What Maybe. Do you, what do you what do you wear? Joggers. So joggers are for those who for those who aren't in the know or think I'm a moron. <laughs> joggers are essentially designed like sweatpants designed for like looking moderately passable in public. So like track pants. Like what I'm wearing. I though. literally, I don't, I didn't Hold, pay attention okay, to everyone, what you're I'm sorry. Like. I, see, and this is exactly it. He didn't even care what I looked like. <laughs> I and did yeah, I was like, he's going to know. I was literally looking everyone, at my own zip the whole time. <laughs> I wish I didn't even so Connor is demonstrating Hold for on, us okay, now. Look, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be away from the mic, but uh, Kyle. They're just sweatpants. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. But, they have, like, but they're little, stylish. Yeah, and they've got like this shit on them and like little. They look comfortable. Seam lines and yeah, they're super comfortable. I used to have a problem with wearing sweatpants out. Because I personally was like, I don't want to look like I came out of bed. Yeah. And for some reason for me, because joggers have started getting like really like designy and like have these graphic prints on them. I'm like, now I'll wear them because like, first off, they're not in peak popularity, which is my favorite time to jump on. Something is what's going out of style. Okay. Because I. Because you're a hipster. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, secondly, they're comfy. So fuck off. Anyway, but going back to perfectionism in and like presenting that and how we look actually it's funny i wanted to say because this relates more to the art aspect to it mm. not that every episode has to be about art i feel like it should but be but i like <laughs> should tie into it someplace yeah. but it's funny because when you when you mentioned this when i saw kyle's beautiful note card about <laughs> one of our talking points today i remember my greatest feeling of perfectionism as an artist and having my expectation of perfectionism shattered a hundred percent. Um, yeah. How? So my, my speak on that. <laughs> so I'm what you would call not popular on the internet. Instagram's like doing okay. Um, and I'm not trying to be, 
But obviously, when you're trying to get a comic together, a project, it's like nice to have people who know about it. Um, so there's a while where I was like trying to push the fucking count so that when a comic came out, I can be like, at least I can rely on like 50 or however many people to check it out yeah. in the preliminaries. So I was for a while, I was very on my like count. And I was playing Dungeons and Dragons and I drew my character on my character sheet while we were in combat. And there's like six of us. So I had like an hour. You had plenty of time. Yeah. And so I draw I draw my character and she she was like this. Essentially, my character was like a, <laughs> a cherub. What do you a sorority girl. <laughs> <laughs> she was a sorority girl okay. monk. But I drew her with like her hands framing her face kind of like sort of thing she's like mm, and she had like little sparkles and shit and i was like yes cool and then i went home and i was like hey i should ink and color it so i scanned it and then i inked and colored it digitally and i put it on instagram uh-huh. thinking in my head like this is cute it has like 1100 likes wow. which is way more than anything i've put on the internet ever and i was like Oh my god! But when it started hitting like the one hundreds, which is when I started taking like immediate notice, yeah. I'm like, did I, did I do something? Yeah, did I accidentally like say something racist? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what did I do? I looked at her outfit and I had forgotten to. I had accidentally colored in this segment that was supposed to be clear to indicate like her body shape. So it ended up looking like her body to me. It looked like her body was a complete triangle. Okay. And it was driving me insane because it was th- the simplest thing to correct is all I had to do was take a paint bucket and like essentially undo a section. Okay. And I hadn't. And it was now on Instagram and it was now climbing up to like 350 likes. And I was like, if I take it down now, they'll go away. Yeah. But I want to repost it with the picture looking the way that I fucking want. But people already but liked people it. people already it liked it. And I was like getting mad because I'm like, why do you like this when this other thing, which in my head was perfect. Yeah. Was not, not even perfect, but just like more along what I wanted. And I'm like looking at this thing with this heat to me, a huge glaring mistake that I'd point out to people in real life I knew and they're just like I didn't even notice that and I'm like fuck off how did you see that's it see and that's it you're hitting the nail on the head which is that you're the only one that expects perfection from you most people don't care fuck and if they do that's totally unreasonable yeah like what what you really hit on is that like as perfect as you think perfect is if you let that go you, you'll you'll realize that you're already perfect. Right. I should stop saying or, that. If I could let this shit go, <laughs> if I could let all these things that I want to control and be perfect just go, then the product will be fine. That's like, no matter how badly I felt about this, time will always get closer to us having to do this. Right. And so if I was just like able to let go of whatever expectations I had and just be like, well, Connor's going to show up and we'll record and it'll be whatever it is and then he'll leave and then life will move on. And it's, it's hard. It's hard to let that go because the only thing that we actually can control is ourselves. Like the only thing I can control is myself and my reaction to things not working out the way I wanted them to, or things not being quite as perfect as I want. Like 
I want to use your comic book as an example, and like I, mean, I don't know, do do it. Just, I'm not gonna. I'm so bad at promoting myself. Just that Bruce you've Kyle. mentioned that. So you have a comic book coming out called Spellslinger. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be coming out next week. <laughs> yes, that's right, February seventh. And you've mentioned how like it wasn't your favorite, and like I think it's amazing. But you say you. your words. I'm quoting you that it's not your best work, but like you let that go somehow. You eschewed perfectionism to get the product done. And that's, oh yeah, and that that's inspiring. Well, thank you. Because for anyone who knows that feeling of like you're working on the thing and just just I don't know. For me, it's always I'm really confident in like two regards. I'm like I can set up a shot and I can sketch the shit out of something, but the second I start to ink it, like all the nerves kick in, and I'm like, ooh, that line weight. <laughs> you fucked up, dude. It looks too thick. Like, what are you doing? And like, oh, wow, those two lines don't connect, which like, no. I'm also like zoomed into like exactly. 20%. And I'm like, no one can literally, I've literally the resolutions at a point where no one can That's see like this. when I'm composing and I'm like, oops, there's a, uh, a parallel fifth there. I can't have that. Oops, there's a direct octave and I'll listen to other songs. And it's like, <laughs> and they just they're do just it. everywhere. They're everywhere. And it's like, did you not care? So you know what's really funny is that one of the things that got me through this is a, another comic that I greatly admire which if you like comics or if you just appreciate illustrations and art uh check out um kill five billion demons uh it's this comic about this woman who gets pulled into this crate you'll know kyle will know why i like this this is about this woman who gets pulled into this crazy fantastical insane demonic horrific like hellscape alternate universe where people are just killing each other and it's like the wild west and like samurai times and there's all some manner of monsters and beasts and like weird gods and like floating at all this crazy shit i can't even imagine the art style is in my opinion so good and yet in every page if i stare at it too long i'm like he didn't even color in the lines <laughs> and it's like it, How did i get still made? and i still think it looks amazing of course you do and so he the 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 creator of it helped me get through that because I'm like, I, I don't know what pro thought process they're going through when they're making the comic, but I'm looking at it and I think, oh my gosh, well, you can tell that they care about the comic yeah. a lot. And to me, it's such a big thing. I thought, well, maybe if I just care about Spellsinger hard enough, it won't matter. And I forced myself, every time I was having an issue with a shot or I thought this character's face looks too thin or like whatever and I couldn't figure out how to fix it, I'd go, well, at what point are you happy with it? And I would do what I could to get at least get happy with it and say, okay, well, it's not perfect, but, you know, I tried my best and I still like the shot or like I like the line in it or, you know what, fuck that panel. I'm moving on to the next one and just like to just keep myself doing it. I guess to everyone out there who's, who has trouble with the perfectionist aspect, Try to remember, and this is me also telling myself this, try to remember that 90% of people aren't going to notice most of the things you're noticing. And second, 100% of people at some level will be impressed you did a thing and then they'll react and have opinions about the thing. Yeah. But I mean, I... I I I don't know when to stop. I don't know when a thing I'm writing is done. Like I I had my I've mentioned it before in my Batman script that like the only reason I knew it was done is because someone wanted to see it. 
Right. And so it was like, oh shit, I need to. I guess I'm. <laughs> I, I need to make this. Like, I need to format everything and make sure because, like, yeah, just like minor formatting stuff. And and then I gave it. And then when I went back to it on my Google Drive, I was like, oh, I can't touch this now. Cause, right. Because it's done, and that's what finally forced my hand to be done with something. But how? how I feel like the, the, the job isn't on someone else out in the world. The job is on me to know when I'm done and when something is in a good position and when to just, like, remove myself. How do you know when you're done? I mean, I feel like that's part of what I told myself anyway. And, and honestly, if anyone, if any of our listeners have a trick that helps them, please write us because, like, I want to know another way. But oh, the, way yeah. that I, the way that I do it is I go, well... That's probably the best I'm gonna get, and it's not done. That's why when I was wow. telling you about Spellslinger, there's so I could sit here, we could sit here for like a literal day, and I can tell you I could go page by page and be like, "This is what I want to do here. This is what I want to do here. Yeah. This part turned out nice, but over here, this happened. This happened. I'm thinking of them in my head right now. I'm on page like three. It's you can do that in a podcast. Oh God! As like a like, oh hey, you bought the Spellslinger book. Now here's the director or yeah, the hey, creator's commentary hey, that you can read along with. Well, when do I have to edit this out? Because that's such no, a good no, idea. no, 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 <laughs> no. Because when the comic comes out, I am also. <laughs> I'm sorry, I always get kid like it's real. really fucking weird doing shameless promotioning, but uh, I am also launching the Patreon page for Token Studios, which is. Now, thanks to Kyle, I'm going to out you, but is now like a team effort because I have Kyle and my good friend Brian helping me on writing and production. And I have someone who's uh, offered their social media efforts for when the comic's out. Um, so, yeah, so I made a Patreon for the Token Studios team, <laughs> which is awesome. weird to yeah. say, but... If you if you follow us on Patreon and uh, I'll figure out the tier list when it probably when this comes out I'll figure out the tier list but check it out because uh, we will record an episode oh where I sh- where I chew my own comic up so people who are like I mean listen if you listen to it you're gonna notice the stuff yeah well <laughs> so some of the magic will be lost <laughs> so I won't go super hard on yeah. it but I will I will pick three pages and I will go through what horrible process my brain went through when I made them. So for any creatives out there who are like, I want to see that, uh, that, that is a literal reward for like believing in us and wanting to support us. And hopefully we'll be able to put that info in the description, but if not, uh, tune in next week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause next week, it will just be out. It'll be a reality. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. And then you'll be making money. Yeah. And then I can quit my day job yeah, and maybe. I can walk into the office and go, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I, it happens a lot where maybe it's the day before or a few days before or the day of where I just don't, I feel like, well, I'm not in a good mood. The podcast is, it isn't going to be that good. And I've tried in the past of like, supplementing that with coffee or um, sometimes the opposite, uh, like trying to come down with Benadryl and Mm. that just like ruins both of them ruin my short term memory and they're not good. Um, And so like for me, I've gotten around the problem of perfectionism. The only way I know how, which is spur spur of the moment, spontaneous improv. Like that's where I live. 
the the more time that think I, about I'm it. given to prepare or to like like this setup and stuff, I consider it a like improv, an improvisation of of like what I have here. I've like I sat down a long time ago and I did my research and I haven't done it since. Everything's just been a as I need it kind of thing. Um, I forgot what the larger point I was getting to, and I haven't even drink coffee or had any Benadryl, but now my short term memory's gone. Well, coming from someone who whose short term memory is shot to garbage. Uh, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, either way, it is it is part of the process, too. Oh, that's like, it. Sorry. Oh, okay. Is that, no, no, is that I am like improv. I come from improv. I don't do stand up like that. Oh, my God. That's the exact opposite, opposite of yeah. how my brain works. If you gave me a monologue and said you have an afternoon to memorize and rehearse this and then perform it, I don't think I could do that. But if you said, uh, here are three points. Bus station. And then, like, perform a scene, yeah. an improvised scene, and, like, whatever. Like, that's something I have more confidence doing. And so I've gotten around the idea of perfectionism by doing this, like, live. And so, like, the amount of research that I do is not so I can, like, read my script. It's so they're prompts so I can still be, like, really organic and lively. The problems come in after the fact, like, on my website or um, thegorydays.com or my... Uh, like episode descriptions. It'll take uh, sometimes I've, I've written some like really days. crappy episode descriptions just cause it's like, fuck, 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 just get it out. But I feel really pressured sometimes depending on my guests to make sure that it's written in a really like fun way. And right. I want to keep it on brand and I'm balancing all of these things in my head. And after a while I'm just like, Oh, forget it. Just get it out there. And I feel like that's kind of becoming my brand. Honest. I mean, honestly, same here though. Oh yeah, we're doing fine. Um, but, uh, oh, okay, cool. Um, but it's funny you say that because I am the exact same way where, I mean, that's part of it is the longer I linger on something. I wonder, I wonder, I want to find someone who doesn't have this fucking problem. Cause and I know I know people who don't, Which one? but I, I I'm the exact same way where if someone is like, like for work, I have these calls I do with our clients and I know some other people in the office who do them are like, Oh, better look over the information, do this and that. I give one glance at it. Like, hours before I'm supposed to do the call and then I walk in and I'm just like all right here we go yeah. like because like that's when I'm in my element because I'd like to believe that I'm quick and when I think about anything obviously my brain instead of going in a straight line is gonna like jump and jag around yeah. and go back and then I second guess myself and all shit as opposed to I mean that's one of the reasons I love Dungeons and Dragons and I probably shouldn't tell you this in my DM, but like I don't really like do all the work for the DM part. I have like a list of NPC throwaway names in case you ask me about someone I don't know. I have general stats also for characters I haven't planned out because like you need to plan something yeah. for something at scale. But like generally, I have the bullet points of how my story's supposed to go, and I'm just like, well, we'll just figure out what happens. Yeah. Like, we actually, uh, Kyle and I and uh, a group of friends, which hopefully we'll do this again, uh, ironically, it's been like after Spellslinger comes out. Yeah, but we had a Spellslinger tabletop session, which was really fun. But they were doing shit where I was like, mm, okay, okay, weird, okay. <laughs> Think you guys got in like a standoff with the sheriff and everyone in this room is pointing guns at each other. And I'm like, Someone's going to die. <laughs> and then no one did. And I was like, this is amazing. Because I had a whole other thing planned that I'm not going to tell you about. Okay, but like, cool. 
it was funny because I had the basics, like my point A, B, and C, and then you guys like made all these other weird little moments and moves. And I think a lot of DMs, I know there are DMs out there who struggle with when the plan's not going well because they work well with the structure, which is admirable to me. Mm-hmm. But then the second it starts straying too far away, that's when people start railroading because they're like, I don't have a name for that town. Don't go there. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, man, if you want to do this quest, go somewhere else. I'll make some shit up. Well, like, no. We'll figure it out. That's interesting. I mean, like, it's something that I've always believed in, you know, arrogance, self-confidence, whatever, that, like, I'm a really good improviser because I'm a really good conversationalist. I'm right. a good people person. Like, I, I even... I, I, I can pat myself on the back sometimes. Um, it's true, though. That's another thing. I'll, like, pat, I'll so, pat your back for you. You so are bad about like like I there are there. I feel like there's a part there's a version of me that is super arrogant and super like overconfident about same. everything I can do. And then there's the exact same like version of me <laughs> that, that it's like the exact opposite. It's where it's like opposite. like no yeah. no those things those that list of things that he's super impressed with they're nothing. They're they're a list of nothing. I don't know. It, it comes back to a thing that I brought up at like a lunch the other day of something that my fiance's dad told me my father-in-law to be um do think feel oh yeah oh yeah which I think is hard but it's really hard but it, it, it's it's the it's my answer to perfectionism is like it, so so the idea is um do think feel if for any given thing oh uh, I, I think I want to apply for this job no do it apply for the job then think about it, and then you can feel the reaction to it. But right. it's it's about not hemming and hawing, and like if you oh I need it, but I need to let wait me for weigh one the pros thing. and the cons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need just one more microphone, and then I can make a podcast. Like just do it, then think about it, and then feel how you thought about what you did. Right. Um. Well said. Thank you. Well, kudos to uh, Derek's dad because uh, that's that's something he said. Uh, well, I'm so burpy all of a sudden. <laughs> Let it out. Yeah. Um, feel it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> feel it out. Just uh, the do think feel, like you said with your uh, Dungeons and Dragons DMing. It's just how, or no, 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 that, like you said with your uh, prep calls, that it's just a matter of looking at the thing a little bit or like an hour before and just having it fresh because nobody. N- n- everyone just wants to be talked to like right. a friend. And- everyone like. Sorry. In in my opinion, in every scenario that I've been in, the more that I think to myself, like, uh, I, 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 we have time, um, that I went to a networking event recently, and I go to these networking events, and in the past, I've come home and cried to Derek because it didn't go, like, the way that I wanted to. Like, I went in with a million expectations, and then I had to get one really insightful question, and I had to get four business cards, and I was going to introduce myself to one of the panelists, and when inevitably... Not one or none of those things didn't happen. I would be like super down on myself, and so it was this. It was at this most recent one that I f- I was starting to do those things. I could I I thought of a good question, and I started to get anxious, making sure that the question was phrased right, and I wasn't even listening to the panel anymore. And one of the panelists said, um, in response to a question of like, "What do you say to a room of people like this?" She said. Um, I know a lot of you in this room are going to want to swamp us, the panelists, as soon as this is over. But I met every person that I work with today sitting next to me, like the people sitting next to you. 
You can network with us, and that's great. But what you're where you're really going to get the biggest like relationships is the people sitting next to you watching this panel. And all my anxiety just like flushed away, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not here for them. Right. I'm here for these other people." Yeah, they're facilitating an event really between the people the, the people who are attending it, not yeah. the people who are and I'm air quoting hosting it. And so since I, you can say, uh. Quote, uh, what do you say? Quote, unquote. There you go. Quote, unquote. Oh, hosting yeah, I it. forgot that's a way to fucking. <laughs> no worries. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> that statement just like made me realize being here is already the perfect thing. That the only reason, the only way that I could have screwed up that night is by staying home and not going to it. So I, I felt really confident after that and it felt really good. And it's, it's, an, it's once again, in my opinion, it's, perfectionism is has a place it oh, has yeah. a place in our lives it makes us like hold ourselves to a standard so that we don't walk out the door wearing sweatpants and having mustard all over our face and stuff <laughs> um or or if we're creative so that we're actually put, i'm not talking about your tie no i know <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't mustard it was something else i'm so sorry Do I have about mustard? that i'm like <laughs> no, you no. motherfucker just that just like perfectionism is it has a place and there's a point where you have to i have to let it go or where the the only way to the only way to not be perfect is to try to be perfect. It's 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 almost like and this is going to be a bit of a stretch but I firmly believe it's almost like the idea of being cool in high school. If you try to be cool in high school, everybody can point to that guy and be like that dude's tried way yeah. too fucking hard. But the cool kids are the ones who just go in like I'm just going to wear clogs to school today. Hey, man, I'm uh, the captain of the volleyball team, and uh, I'm super ripped and super hot all the time, and it's like, oh, I just look like this, huh? Right, and they're oh, not, they're not walk- and, and, and there are people who are at that same, but yeah, and it's the thing where it's like, if you're walking around being like, look at how fucking cool I am, it's like, no, you're not. Yeah. And yeah, and, and I believe that being cool is when you're just like, yeah, I mean... I'm kind of shit sometimes, I guess, but yeah. like, whatever. And so, it's like, that. I want to be friends with that person I just did a voice for. Like, <laughs> who are they? I don't know. I'm trying to be me. that person because I've realized that I've been the other person where it's like, yeah, I'm the best. I'm the best shit. You got to brag yourself up. But no, sometimes being humble and eschewing the perfection is perfectionism is a good thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's, I will say as my last point, I think it's good to rein in your creative wildness too. Because the perfectionism does ground you. Hmm. Because if you wildly believe that you can't get better if you're not trying to get better. So if you just think what you're doing is perfect, no matter where you are in life, I think you'd want to improve. That's so it. perfectionism is great in that it encourages you to get better, to reach this standard you have in your head. But I would argue it's it, where its limit should be is just that. Where then after that, the standard is imaginary, but it's your goal to just make yourself get better that's it is that perfectionism is not a destination it's right. the fuel yes oh yes per- de- perfect it's the fuel that <laughs> motivates you to improve but you're never going to be perfect. oh no and but if, you can keep if going was then they'd probably kill themselves like sorry right. but like I, well i don't know what the fuck you would do if you're just like well i guess pr- i'm just literally do everything amazingly you'd be a god i guess you have perfect nutrition perfect money perfect creativity perfect intelligence but you like, probably have a even genius grant it doesn't mean anything well yeah because like <laughs> we all have different levels of perfect yeah, we're like you're perfect yeah I'm perfect yeah my cat is perfect your cat is. and great. anyone listening out there your cat is less perfect than mine <laughs> except for mine <laughs> <laughs> bye bye, bye. I'm feeling it out.